In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Tuesday of the fifth week of Easter, today being the ninth day of May 2023. Let us invoke the person of the Holy Spirit to come dwell with us and lead us. Let the Holy Ghost come down. Let it come into my life. Let the Holy Ghost come down. Let it come into my life. The children of God, the title of my homily today is Peace. I live with you. Peace, I live with you. The first reading today is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 14, from verse 19 to verse 28. And the Gospel reading is taken from the Gospel according to John, chapter 14, from verse 27 to verse 31. In the Gospel reading today, Jesus, in his opening statement, says, Peace, I live with you. My peace, I give you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Peace, I leave you. My peace, I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give you. Now, one may begin to wonder what informed this impartation of the gift of peace by Christ Jesus. Was it that all the while he had lived and worked with his apostles, they hadn't peace? Was it that there is something unique he needed his followers to understand in this context? Was it that there is something that he saw coming the way of his followers that may make them lose their inner peace. The following statement after this declaration will help us understand better what informed this very impartation of the gift of faith of peace by Jesus Christ to his followers. He says to them, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I go away and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced because I go to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. Now, this is the first reason. The Father Jesus was to leave a community he has just founded at its nascent stage. They weren't sure of what would become of them, given the fact, of course, that the Jewish nation had to a very large extent been opposed to the movement started by Jesus Christ and the young community formed by Jesus Christ. They have always been opposed to Jesus and his ways and his style of teaching. And so the followers of Christ naturally should be troubled and scared 
not sure of what becomes of them if their leader leaves them at this tender stage. And then secondly, Jesus gives yet another reason why they should be imparted with the gift of peace. And what is that reason? And now I have told you before it takes place so that when it does take place, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you for the ruler of this world is coming. He is, he has no power over me, but I do as the father has commanded me so that the world may know that I love the father. Jesus makes it clear here that the ruler of the world is coming. The ruler of the world, not in the sense of being greater than Jesus Christ and has the power to dominate and rule and reign over the world, but in the sense of coming one who will come to, to attempt upsetting that which Christ himself has put in place. The prince of the kingdom of darkness, the devil himself, who is the enemy of peace, the father of lie. And so he was challenging them to get ready for ordeals. The ordeal seen even in the gospel in the first reading today, that Paul was, you know, of course, based on the instigation carried out by the Jewish people. In Lystra, Paul was subjected to all forms of persecutions and even stoned to the point of death. They felt he was dead and they left him. But when the believers came around him, he came back on his feet and then they moved to other cities and their places preaching the gospel and then returned again to Lystra, to Antioch, to Iconium and other state places to continue preaching the good news and strengthening the faith of the people. That peace that Christ prayed for. For his followers, they were now beneficiaries of the impartation of this gift. Because among, amidst all these troubles, amidst these temptations, amidst this persecution, amidst these activities of the ruler of the kingdom of darkness, they continue to remain firm and strong in their commitment to the cause of peace, to the cause of righteousness, to the cause of the gospel of Christ. Little wonder then Jesus tells us in the gospel of John chapter 16, particularly in verses 32 and 33. He says, but a time is coming and has come when you will be scattered each to his own home. You will leave me all alone. Yet I am not alone for my father is with me. And in verse 33, he says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have conquered the world. Yes, the enemy will come to scatter the sheep, but Christ has conquered the world. 
And in him we will have peace. And that is the peace he has given to us today. Not as the world gives. And because it's not as the world gives, the world cannot take this peace. And so even amidst troubles, challenges, trials, and temptations, dear children of God, we can live in the peace of Christ and never allow our hearts to be troubled. Yes, persecution will arise as it is arising all over the world today. See what is happening in Nigeria today. Beloved children of God, no matter what happens, we must continue to stand our ground for justice, for equity, for fairness, for peace, and for unity and advancement of all. We must continue to pursue the values of the kingdom of God amidst the troubles of our time. We must never allow the troubles around us to get at us to the point of we losing sight and losing focus of the path set out for us by Christ the Lord in accordance with the gospel. We must continue to serve God in truth and in spirit amidst all odds. Because in Christ we find peace and Christ our Savior has overcome the world. Yes, the princes of the kingdom of darkness may be rising with different agendas against the good of the children of God. But we cannot chicken out. We cannot give up on the cause of the will of God. Beloved children of God, let us continue to do the best we can to ensure that the will of God prevail wherever we find ourselves. In Nigeria and all over the world, let us begin to work as those who are conscious of the fact that there cannot be peace where there is no justice. Let us begin to work for justice, let us begin to work for truth, let us begin to work for fairness, let us begin to work for kindness, for honesty, and for truth. And Christ himself, the giver of peace, will restore peace in our land, in our families, and in our lives. Today, we are called to begin to follow Christ in a more intimate way that he may give us true peace that nothing in this world can destroy. I encourage you, beloved child of God, no matter what you are going through today, no matter how uncertain the Nigerian situation may appear to be, the situation around your working place may be, the situation around your, your neighborhood may be, whether it is security-wise, whether it's a political-wise, whether it's social-religious-wise, hold on to God and let not your hearts be troubled because Christ leaves us today with the gift of peace that is eternal and that is all invasive. It is the kind of peace that will remain eternally with us and that will continue to keep us through the challenges of life. And may the peace of Christ rest with you both now and forever through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please do not forget to key into our beginning of the month novena and intensive prayers as we gradually come to the end of that novena today being the ninth day of um, May. May God be favorably disposed towards you and your prayer requests that they may be granted according to his riches in glory through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.